Ferreira at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get his second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. Welcome back to season three, episode 17 of the Houston Dynapod podcast. And I'm your host, Finn. And I'm back with my co-host, Joey. What's up, man? What's up, guys? You know, Joey, through this almost month-long hiatus, I didn't really have anybody reach out and ask me where I was. I guess, hopefully, I made it I made it pretty clear when I posted on Twitter would be back when I got through to my shit. But anybody talk to you? Yeah, yeah. It's a people question in the chats and stuff. Where have I been? Well, that's the that's the question I guess people want answers to. There's my son. What's up, dude? Yellow's the gone. Okay, get the blue off the counter. Blue iPhone's on the counter in the kitchen. Your underwear's hanging down too. Pull your pants up. He's got a butt cheek hanging out. Like, what are you doing with your life? That's like <laughs> he he looks the way I feel right now, just walking around, hair disheveled, ass cheek hanging out, not quite sure what he's looking for. Uh, so where have I been? Fucking all right. Look, I've uh, uh, I have depression. I don't have like anxiety and shit, but I, I get depression. And when I get depressed because I'm, you know, forty one year old man, I don't really go and talk to people. I don't take, I don't take prescription medicine. Self medicate, which is really fucking smart. It's like it's the best. If you're gonna have depression or anxiety or any other mental health issue, please make sure that you self medicate before you seek professional help, because I guarantee you, you're gonna have better stories to tell. Um, so yeah, uh, self medicated for a bit. Had a lot happen in my personal life. With uh, as as somebody in the Discord wrote, this shit was funny. <laughs> somebody wrote, "Isn't this the podcast? Oh yeah, with the guy that has woman <laughs> problems. Who the fuck doesn't?" If, okay, look, if you are a straight or, or bisexual man, if you're straight or bi and you have a relationship with women, who doesn't have lady problems? Joey, I mean, the only time you don't have them is when you're not fucking talking to them, right? That That's true. I mean, we all have problems. If I was gay, it'd be men problems. No doubt. Because I'm just, I'm, I'm, un, I'm closed for renovations. But uh, yeah, self-medicating was fun. So what, what happened while I was gone? Um, lots of sleep, a lot of sleep, so much sleep. Uh, I shut down. I haven't done comedy. started doing that again. Finally stopped doing that in St. Patrick's day was the last time I went up, up. And then I went back on May, mid May towards the end of May. I went back up and started doing it again, getting back into that. But, uh, one thing I did do, and this was fucking, I don't think I'll ever do this again. Me and the, the girlfriend. We we're pretty open sexually, right? We've we've had sex in public places at, at places where there's people around. Now it turns out in Houston, Joey, there there are specific clubs that you can go and do this. Are you, have, do you have these in New Mexico? I'm sure there is. I've never seen them. Well, after we're done, go ahead. There's a bunch of weird shit here. So <clears throat> yeah, you Google them because they're out there. Well, here in Houston, there's there's a couple. So we were talking. It was like, hey, what if we go and we get a room? next to one of these clubs and we go we go check it out we go we go bang in public right so we decided we're going to go up there we went to this place by hobby 
It's called the Pendulum Club, and there's like three or four of them here in Houston. And they are adult lifestyle clubs. They're, like, they're swingers clubs. We weren't going there to swing. We were just going there to, quote, watch and be watched. Now, before we get there, we did the wisest thing I could possibly think of. The wisest thing. And that was take a bunch of hallucinogenic mushrooms. That was, that was really smart. Because we got there and it was rave night. Dude, I haven't been to a rave since I was in college. Going as a full-grown adult and seeing other adults... Wearing light-up sneakers. I didn't know they made those for adults. Light-up suspenders. <laughs> um, I saw the strangest outfits I've ever seen. I saw some of the strangest people I've ever seen. And we actually... we Okay. A couple did come up and they started chatting with us. And they were some of the weirdest fucking people I've ever met. So weird. So weird. Like, she was orange. Like, we were, we were all naked. Okay? We were naked. And I looked over and I went like this. I said, God damn, you two are tan. Like, you make me feel really white. And she goes, yeah, I like to lay out. And I said, yeah, in a tanning bed, like, I have no filter anyway. No filter at all. So I was like, yeah, like in a tanning bed, like you are, you're very, very tan. And you, sir, I was like, you, you work out, don't you? This fucking guy was like, A, he was shaped odd. Every part of him was shaped weird. Every part, Joey. Every part was shaped funny. And we're sitting there. And he's like, That's dry. How I am too, Joey. I think you're perfect. <laughs> I think all your parts are perfect. Uh, this dude starts like, like we're we're naked and we are each separately messing with our own women. Woman, and he starts talking to me about lifting weights. He's like, yeah, you know, like I work out like every day, and I'm like sitting there, like, and I come up, I'm like, yeah, I could tell, I could tell, we're good, like we don't need to do this right now. He goes, yeah, I don't, I don't have any cheat days. I'm like, no, for real, I could tell. I know you don't cheat. I could tell by how you no, look. Those the worst people. Dude, and he's like, I take, he's like, yeah, and I'm on the human growth hormone. I was like, I could tell the minute we walked in that you take testosterone. Like, no doubt. It was the weirdest fucking <laughs> shit ever, dude. Like, I saw men being led around on leashes by their women. I saw a lot of weird stuff. A lot of weird stuff. Fuck them. Uh, not, for, <laughs> not for us. Those are the worst fucking people, though. Dude, not, not for us. Like, we were sitting there. Those people, those people who, who do, like, they remind you every second of their life that they work out. Yeah. I mean, next, what was he going to do? Like, tell me his meal prep schedule. Like, I'm like, dude, I'm trying to eat pussy over here. Quit talking to me. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> so that was uh, not for us. And we we're sitting there and like, they're doing their thing and we're doing it. I'm like, yo, I was like, how do you feel about this? She goes, I, she goes, I think they're weird. I said, they are fucking weird. I was like, do you want to get out of here? She goes, yeah. So I just looked at the two of them and he's like mid thrust in his wife. And I go, yo, not for us. We're leaving. They were like, oh my God, did we do something wrong? I was like, no, this, this is just not, not our scene. Not, not for us at all. Dude, yeah, they were fucking weird. It was not, mm -mm, not what I was expecting. And it was so overwhelming, the amount of like noise and sounds and sights and weird shit. Just weird. What were you expecting? Not that many people. Bro, this place was fucking full. <laughs> like full. And I went like in a collar shirt, slacks, nice shoes. Like we like dress nice. Because it says, you know, dress to impress. And then like, there was mm -hmm. like, there was a dude, you ready for this? In a light up jock strap, light up glasses, light up hat and light up suit jacket and nothing else. Just running around. It was, it was awful. But we had, I mean, her and I had fun. So yeah, where have I been? In a fucking cave dealing with my depression. Went to a therapist once. That was fun. I went in, the dude's wearing a tank top and shorts. 
I said to him, I said, I'm glad to see you're taking this as seriously as I am. So glad. But yeah, uh, we're back for now. I'm still not myself, but I got to start getting back into like a routine. Otherwise, I'm going to be a downward spiral. But Joey, how the fuck have you been? It's been a while. Tell, Catch me up, man. How have you been? Any sex clubs or depression in your life? No sex clubs, unfortunately. Uh, let's see what's been going on with me. Not really too much. Just kind of grinding out the work. Uh, sticking with my uh, with my exercise routine. Doing some hiking. Uh, lots of music I've been enjoying coming out. Really, that's been fun. New music, movies too. What was that? New music, like new music. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. A lot of my favorite bands been albums this month. I'm happy with that. Such as, Let's see, uh, Foo Fighters just put out an album. Uh, see Metallica put out an album last month. Then Sevenfold just put out an album that fucking listened to that on repeat. How about Alice in Chains? Some good stuff. Alice in Chains, they have, they have not put out a new. Album. We, we yeah. like to talk about Alice in Chains on this show, damn. <laughs> Nirvana and Alice in Chains and Soundgarden, they're all we're all waiting on their newest releases. Yeah. Anything else uh, changed? When was the last time they put out a record? I have no idea. It wasn't that long ago. No idea. No clue. In the last decade. But you've been working out. That's good. I've been hey, losing. I've been uh, losing weight too. Somebody's like, "What? How, what's, what's your weight loss routine?" I was like, "Yo, bad choices and depression. That's it. That's, that's how you do it." My bad, Joey. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the 160 club now. I'm in the 180s club. What's up? So that's been fun. Dick's Hell looking. Yeah. Dick's looking huge, ain't it? Yeah. So. Oh, hell yeah. That's the best part. I think it's like every, what is it? like? Other than that, not really much. Just working. <clears throat> so I had a question for you. I heard a good question on a podcast the other day. And uh, the question was this. Sure. If you could sacrifice one inch of height for one inch of dick, how many inches of height would you sacrifice for inches of dick? Now, I'm 6'1", right? I'm six foot and a half, but we're going to round up to 6'1". Hmm. I'm going to sacrifice three inches. Put me at a solid 10. I thought it was a good question. Like, would you get shorter for a bigger cock? And my answer is yes, because <clears throat> I got I got room to work. So I, I would go three inches shorter for three inches longer. You know, speaking of dick sizes, okay. Um, I was talking to this lady and she asked me, how big is your cock? And I told her. And uh, she goes, that's about average. And like seven to seven and a half is not average. She goes, that's about average. And I said, that is not fucking average. It's like the average penis in America is about 5.1 inches long. I was like, ma'am, if you think seven to seven and a half is average, you've seen some huge fucking dicks. You've seen some massive cocks. Seven inches is not average. <laughs> but I'd go three. I'd sacrifice three inches. What about you, Joey? How tall are you? Five, eight? I'm fucking short. I'm like five seven, five eight. So I don't think I would sacrifice anything. I think I would keep me the way I am. See, that's so fucking healthy. You know? Did you reverse? I would I would take some off my penis and add to my 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 uh, height. Now now I want to know how much. How much dick would you sacrifice <laughs> for height, Joey? Jesus, what are you packing down there? I don't know. I'm, I'm probably I'm bad at average. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I can't give you an exact measurement. I don't fucking know. Are you like average in terms of chicks that have seen huge cocks, or average in terms of like the regular American? Probably regular American. Okay. 
So, man, you don't like being short. You're like totally dude, kudos to you for being comfortable with your dick size. Most of us aren't. No, I don't give a fuck about that. I don't, I don't I don't really care about being short too much either. I mean, I don't it doesn't really bug me. No, I like being I tall. Just, I just kind of I just kind of live how I am. I can't really do anything about it. Being tall is helpful, like at standing room only events, you know, or when you're seated. Oh, definitely. And it's all like one level. Like I almost feel yeah, bad for yeah, being or any, tall. Any like concerts and stuff. Yeah. So I always, I when it's when I'm going to like a concert that I really really like, I always make sure to get a the VIP tickets so I can get right in the front, so I don't have to worry about that shit. Nah, I just find little people and stand behind them. There you or, go. Or in front. So anyway, okay. We've covered where I've been. We've covered how you've been. We all know that Joey is perfect and would not change himself in any way, shape, or form, whereas I would. But dude, going going into last night, what were? Because look, I, obviously I haven't been on. I, I skipped the six to two loss. I skipped the three nil loss. I skipped the four one win, which was fucking big over Chicago. But I was like, you know, it's it's not an MLS game. We need to start winning some MLS matches. And it looked like uh, I didn't think that we would. Fuck! I didn't think this would look like it did last night. I thought I thought the best way we pull out was a tie last night. What were you thinking going into a LAFC at home? I had a win predicted. No shit. I, th- I, I thought we were. I thought we were going to win two one. So you know, better than that just with a four nothing win. I mean, LAFC kind of sucked lately, so I I thought it was going to be an easier game. Yeah, if you're they... going to play them, this is this was the time to do it. I mean, Vela has been. In his worst form since he's been on the team. Indeed. Indeed. They're they're uh I wasn't overly impressed with them. And granted, you know, going into the, the match, you know what they are, you know who they are, you know what they're gonna do. You know they're good, but they're they're very mm-hmm. good at home, they're not very good on the road. And I'm gonna tell you, dude, fucking Eastern conferences is, is incredible. Forty points from Cincinnati. No, they're loaded since he Jesus Christ. They were, yeah. Vancouver played a good game against them last night though. Vancouver beat the shit out of us too. Yeah. Oh, dude. We since we missed that episode, that the holy shit, dude. Vancouver, they, they, they played. That was one of the best, like, and most impressive attacking performances I've ever seen in MLS. I, uh, I was I was out, so I was keeping up with the game on my phone. I saw it was like one nothing after a minute. I went shit. And then it was two to one us, and then it was two to two at the half, and then it was four six to two at the end. What the fuck happened? Because I I didn't even go back Dude. and watch it. We 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 didn't play good. We we did not uh, clearly. Uh, yeah, we, obviously. We played, yeah, I think we played good in the first half, but you know, Mikel Mikel and Bartlow and Escobar all just completely shit the bed in that game. I thought the midfield and attack. I thought we looked really good, but. You just look at the way Vancouver played that game. They were like perfection going forward. They scored six goals with a 1.86 XG. That's against one of the best goalkeepers in MLS. That's like, that. that's unheard of. It's like every shot they were taking was just hit with complete accuracy, high power. Nothing Clark could do about it. They held L1 and R1 down the whole time. Mm-hmm. Dude, and every, t- every time... Clark was able to make a save. They were able to get right, get right up to the rebound. It was, it was a t- it was a tough night. I mean, I think on the day, Vancouver would have killed any any team in MLS that night. Just the way they were attacking. 
Yeah, that oh, was yeah. that was embarrassing. And then we, yeah. we went we you know we went on the road to St. Louis next. And I, I saw us losing that one. St. Louis are pretty good. Yeah, St. Louis St. Louis are good. They're they're good. Um and my takeaways from that game, the ref was horrible. I don't blame I don't blame Ben for flipping his lid on that one. Is that just, why he's suspended? I just think in general Yeah. I just think in general we just played kind of like crap in that game going forward. We didn't we created a bit, we didn't put anything away. Uh, Franco was a joke. Baird was also really poor in that game. I think Aliyah struggled to get going. Looked like Tim Parker I mean, had fun. He was he was crowd surfing. Oh yeah, dude. Tim Parker. Shout out to Tim Parker. He fucking he's killing it out there. I, I he got a lot of shit from the fans here, deservedly so because he wasn't good. But I mean, he's reinventing himself there. So good for yeah, him. Yeah, he like was Tim he Parker. he was shit here. Like every every yeah, ounce of negativity he gets in regards to his performances was uh warranted because he was not good here but at no. the same time he had you look who he had playing next to him you look who he had running the club you look who the players around yeah. him were like they're all gone including yeah. him he, he he's a, he's a good dude i like tim parker I, I i i think he's a likable player is a reason he was a captain yeah but fucking way to bounce back dynamo yeah. hey we're, we're gonna get pumped nine to two on the road and then we're gonna go and do eight to one that's that's uh, the two goal lines of the last four games. We lose nine to two over two, and then we win eight to one over two. You really so. got a feel for Ben with the scheduling too, like to, to travel to Vancouver, then travel to St. Louis, and then travel back up north to Chicago, like, and then come back here to play LAFC, and then go back on their road to play LAFC. That's a fucking yeah, brutal schedule. Is thank next Saturday we have off. Thank goodness, but yeah, it's it's brutal. If you want to touch on the Chicago game a bit. Yeah, I why mean, not? Why not? I didn't watch it. We 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 kill. Yeah, you didn't watch it, dude. I haven't I thought, watched. I haven't watched any of them. Nothing. Not even Spurs. No, that's how. That's how. Team. Like. That's how. That's how. Well, it could be worse. I could have watched my team bottle the championship. Um, yeah, dude. That's how bad it's been. Like, I haven't been watching anything. Like, I I go to work, I get through the day, I come home, and basically been fucking sleeping. It's it's there you go. that's fun. It's like it's great. It's great. Why <laughs> and why am I still tired? Like why am I tired right now? But no, I didn't watch any so coffee. Chicago. I'm drinking it right now, bro. Drinking coffee right now. I got my coffee. I got my my dip, and I got a beer over there. Some nice, point, nice. At some point, we're hitting the pool today. Chicago Sweet. game. Chicago was a good bounce back win. I thought I thought we'd lose, considering the two performances on the road prior. I thought we'd go up there and get fucking slapped. We went up there and slapped them around. What happened there? I mean, Chicago kind of stink, but we we just played really well. I thought we absolutely dominated the transition game. I thought Caicedo was brilliant. Herrera was brilliant, as always. And then Nelson and Bossy. Oh, my God. Those two are just been been lighting it up the last few games. Bossy, since the switch, since the switch to the middle of the field, he has been so good. Story so, belongs. so good. That's where he belongs. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, but we don't we don't know, but he looks I would, like a ten. I would, I would like to toot my own horn a little bit here. If we go back to probably a bunch of episodes ago, honestly, probably what the one of the first few weeks of the season, I I made the call on here. We need to put Coco wide and put Bossy through the middle. I remember that. And that's what Ben has done. And it's working. I think 
Because I, I just think the right wing role, we're not, we don't have anyone that's going to really get much end product out of it anyway. Just with the wingers we have, so like, might as well put someone who could carry the ball forward, someone who could press, like Coco. Because like I see what he was doing with Brooklyn Reigns there, and I'm like, why can't we just do that with Coco? And it'll be so much more effective. That the Brooklyn Reigns is a bad player, but he's not. He's not up to standard yet, as a 18 year old kid. Yeah, and Coco still he's still kind of shit in the final third, but it's it looks like he's starting to come around elsewhere. The final third still leaves something to be desired, but he, he made some some good attempts last night, but it's still still not where it needs to be. But you know he's you, so killer on the he's so killer on the transition. Yeah. He's unplayable. So you say we don't have anybody at the right wing. I still think Baird could do it out there, but at the same time, I wouldn't bench Coco for Baird. The only one that I could see no, benching. Benching for Baird up top, based on everything, is Quinones, but he's finally playing like he belongs. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I think left wing right now it's between Baird and Quinones battling out, and I'm I'm fine with that. I think they're both kind of coming into form lately. Yeah, Baird looks and fucking kids off been, the bench. Baird's been good off the bench. Yeah, he does. Nelson's just been he's been unreal these last two games. It looks like he's finally that's, figured that's out the player. Go ahead. Oh, that's that's the player that's worth a million dollars potentially. Yeah. 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 Up until then, I, it, it was worth worth being patient with him because he's twenty years old. You know, you compare him and Franco. You know, I see a lot of people saying we need to be patient with Ivan Franco, but yet then they complain about Nelson Quinones. Well, Ivan Franco is twenty three years old. I think Nelson offers more than and, Ivan. Oh, for sure. He's 23 years old. He's He's got a, a price tag on him for the loan that would make him a designated player. So the expectations are completely different. We don't need, we shouldn't be patient with Franco. He's not performing. He's playing like crap. He's not, he's not a player that we need on this roster anymore. Nelson Canones is 20 years old with lots of potential and he's already outplaying Franco. So. Yeah, and where does Franco it's fit kind in? Of like, what's the what's the point? Where does Franco fit in? You, you think about substitution wise, like Franco. Okay, if you're looking for a defensive sub, he's not it. If you're going to sub a defensive guy up top, it's going to be Corey Baird, or it's going to be Thor, right? If you're looking for an offensive spark, mm-hmm. I still don't think he's it. I still think that Thor and Corey Baird offer more offensively than Ivan Franco. I mean, you, yeah, and then. We the even fact, got a Chara coming back soon, hopefully, too. We could see what he could do as a spark off the bench. Yeah, he's an end-of-June guy. And he's a left-winger, isn't he? Is he a left-winger or left-midfielder? I think it doesn't matter in Ben Olsen's system. Yeah, he can play you, either side. You he's, got a, he's, just a, he's just an all-around forward. Yeah, like Ivan and, and Nelson have the same problem. They're both extremely one-footed. But Nelson did something last night on the left wing where he made like three guys miss, and then he dribbled it back through the middle. And I watched and I was like, that that was fucking magic right there. Like what he just did, that was some magical shit. And I haven't seen Franco do anything yeah. like that. You know, and speaking of magic. Yeah, we, we've barely seen Franco take anyone on. He doesn't do anything. He's so passive. They just knock him off the ball because he's like 90 pounds. Yeah, it's interesting looking at Franco's stats. So within MLS... This season, he touches he touches the ball in the penalty box five point six two times per ninety. 
Jesus, a lot. That's one of the highest. That's in the top five highest in MLS this season. But he's not so scoring. He's getting the ball. He's not scoring. But he's not doing check shit with it. His no. XG is also really high this season. But yeah, his shot creating actions are towards the bottom. See, and somebody just... quoted that. Somebody quoted his XG. Like, look at his XG. I said, all you're telling me is he doesn't finish. If his XG is that high and he has no goals, all you're telling me yeah. is he is not he's a finisher. Useless. Like, well, Baird has one shot on goal. It's like, yeah, but Baird's also, I don't know how many he's created now. It's more than the five it was. Yeah, we're talking about we're talking about being a create creative player too. You look at him again, he has one of the highest uh, touches in the box per ninety. And then his expected assists per game is one of the lowest in the MLS. Yeah. So like he he, he sees so much of the ball and does absolutely nothing with it. You know, speaking of seeing a lot he of the ball. He just kind of gets the ball and turns it over. Nelson used to do that. He did it early on. He ran down the field pretty quickly. I think uh yeah, he went down the field down the but, left. But Nelson Nelson attempts to to run at people. He yes. attempts to make stuff happen. Yes, Franco he does. just kind of stands there, passes it backwards, or just passes it to the other team. Nothing happens ever when he has the ball. So you're talking about guys that touch the ball a lot, and I'm gonna I'm gonna come after you guys at Bayou City real quick. Because I, I saw your guys MLS All Star voting. I did not see Hector Herrera in the midfield. Oh, that was Who'd, Dustin's. What? Like, okay, look. I know that we're homers and we, we love the Dynamo. And of course, it's gonna I've, of course I voted for all the Dynamo players to be first team starters. I didn't, I didn't have Herrera on mine either. Well, how? I don't understand. Like, as a midfielder in MLS, he's got three goals, three assists, his touches, his creative, his creativity, his ability to run the run the offense. How do you not vote for him? Like how did you not give it to him? It's and here's here's why it's because they put him as an attacking midfielder in there. See, I had him as That's a center the mid. Issue. They put him as a defensive midfielder. I had him in there as a. Is that right? Was he in there as a CDM? No, he's in there as an attacking midfielder. So I he's don't... in there competing with Hani Mukhtar, with Tiago Almada, with Zella Rayan. He he's competing with them. Then you go. Then you vote Mukhtar. Who was the second one you said? Almada. Almada from Atlanta and Hector. Yep. Put those three up there. No. You can't put all three together. You have to you have to do two and then one CDM. That's how the voting works. Well, I'm still putting him in there, regardless. I mean you can't you can't not put Mukhtar in. Mukhtar is he's gonna be the MVP. I mean Who uh did anybody anybody you know predicted him to be the MVP again? Did you? I sure did. I sure did. Let me see. I sure did. Way I gotta, back. I gotta go back. I gotta go back on the Bayou City ones we did because we did like full. We did full predictions on that stuff. Way back, and I did pick Mukhtar again. I know. I know who I picked for mine. I picked. Uh, Not Drew. I, I picked Carol Swiderski. That's a good one. Good Polish boy. I mean, he's been he's been pretty damn good. He's not MVP caliber. Got five goals, three assists. He's having a good season, but. But yeah, yeah still... I mean, for the MVP voting, it, it's so hard <laughs> to, to put him in there over Zellerin, Almada, Mukhtar, Carl's Heel, Leuven. It's it's really hard to put Herrera over them in that conversation. I think if he was a defensive midfielder, I would put him in there because I agree with Dustin on that pick. I had I would put Brugman as the CDM. But I think it's stupid to do what what one CDM and two attacking mids. Like, what what formation is? Oh, that's that's uh, that's an... 
That's an MLS issue. They had it as a four three three, but they kind of grouped all the eights and tens together. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. That's dumb. Speaking of MLS, um, any big news coming out of MLS lately? Anybody coming here? Hey, a little Argentine midget. A little tiny Argentinian. Guy that plays second fiddle to Amin Bossy. He's the best creator in MLS. What do you think about this uh this messy dude, thing? I'm I'm excited for this. I am I'm I'm pretty excited for this dude to come and play MLS. My only regret is I didn't buy inter Miami season tickets at the beginning of the year. Dude, I be- wish I bought yeah, you should have bought any sort of tickets you could have. I mean, I got ours. Nice investment. But I'm not going to sell the tickets to, uh, I'm not going to sell them to go watch. I'm going to go watch him. I'm not going to go fucking sell them. You know, like when, yeah, he, yeah. when also, he comes here. Individual tickets. Yeah, I'm coming. Like, I'm going. I'm not going to sell them. Uh, you saw their their followers went like from 1 million to 7 million in, in a weekend. Yep. Oh, it's crazy. Some people All were right, saying. So, so for, we were talking about the MVP predictions. Chris, Chris had Chris had had he moved to too. Who's Chris? Putalas. Putalias. Putalias. Yeah. That's right. Uh, my mouth isn't. Working so you and him right. could be the smart people. That'll be a first. You and him are the smart guys. Well, a lot of season left though. We still got twenty games, right? Halfway there. Something like that. Twenty games. Uh, less or, than that. Some 18. teams are already at the halfway point. Yeah, what is it? Thirty four is a total. Teams are farther than the halfway point. Yeah, it's thirty four. So yeah, one right more game till we're at the halfway point. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. It's all right. We'll see. I still don't think Miami are going to win anything. They're just going to have more tickets, more money. But I hope they. Uh, mm, they... I think next season they'll, they'll probably win it. Oh, they're also linked with it. the other names they've been linked with now: Sergio Busquets and Heldi Maria. It's like there's no fucking way you can afford all these people. What are y'all gonna do? Like cheat again? What is Don Garber gonna do? Just make up DP slots for you? Come on. Um. So they have their three DP spots filled now. It's Messi, Campana, Chiellini? and Rodolfo Pizarro. Chiellini, he's LAFC. That's right. He's garbage. He needs to retire. Yeah, he played like shit last night. Um. Yeah, so it's Pizarro and Campana as the other guys. Um, it looks like Campano might be getting traded. I would take him as the as the Dynamo. By the way, I think that would be a really good trade. You know, we got a we got a DP. We're looking to move. Yeah, I was gonna say if we could get rid of Sebas and bring in Campano, that would be. I know I kind of hated on Campano. If you remember the the Miami preview. You said he wasn't worth the money. Was. You said he wasn't worth the money. Yeah. After watching him in a match. He seemed like he might have been worth the money because he gave us fucking trouble. He's he's still not worth the money. He's three goals in eleven games. I still think he's a good player. I think he's a great player. I just don't think he's worth that kind of money. I would being we're not gonna have to spend that kind of money if we wanted to bring him in in a trade, being we're spending MLS fantasy money. I would be I'd be super down for that. Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, anyway, so it looks like he's getting moved on potentially. And Rodolfo Pizzato, they're probably just gonna use their buyout on him. So that opens two DP spots. The Maria would probably slot in one. The rumor is Busquets is going to be a TAM player. So that leaves him another DP spot to bring in God, who, whoever. I mean, there's the Suarez rumors. I don't think 
can't see that happening. I don't know. I, 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 I can't. I can't see him being good enough to put up to play in MLS right now because he's so fucking slow. He doesn't move like he used to. I still think he'd be good. I mean, <sighs> if they put it in like a diamond formation where they have what, like like Gian Mota, Gregor, and Arroyo as like a, a three in the midfield, and then have Messi as the ten with Yosef and Suar. I wouldn't be Arroyo. It'd be Busquets, duh. Uh, with the Suarez and Yosef as the strikers, that'd probably work. It wouldn't be Gregor, it would be Arroyo, because Arroyo would probably play the eight, and then they put Busquets at the six. Yosef Martinez. Yosef Martinez. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we... I think it would be interesting. I think it would work. Yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to see. And he's going to be good for the for the league, good for the exposure. Maybe bring some other... Uh... Yeah, they're going to have to move off some other players, too. I mean... I think there's a few players on their roster I would love to see us take a look at. I think I think Robbie Robinson, he's an interesting name that struggles to stay healthy, but whenever he is healthy, I don't, I don't, he's I don't a want really him. impactful player. I don't want him. His parents don't sound creative enough. Robbie Robinson, no. If your parents are, <laughs> are, are if your parents aren't smart enough to fucking mix up your first and last name, I don't want you on my club. Like, give me somebody, give me somebody whose first and last name don't sound the fucking same. Like, I don't know. Michael Michelson, like no, I'm good. Robbie Robinson. <laughs> I mean, he's sa- a good player. I would, I would, I would take Robbie Robinson. Robbie Robinson sounds like a kid you get mad at for writing your girl, your daughter, a fucking note in kindergarten. Like, where'd you get this from, Laura? Robbie, <laughs> Robbie, who? Robbie Robinson, that motherfucker. Robbie Robinson. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. So I, I really like the idea. I really wanted, I wanted to see Jake Lacava come here. That would have been a cool move. But he, they already, they sent him to Tampa Bay. Yeah, and you know we beat Tampa Bay, so we did. We're all good. I mean, it, it, I'm pretty feel pretty good with us right now, minus the all the injuries to the left footed guys. You know, Schmidt, Hadebe, Gasper, those those injuries. I don't know what Chase's is. It looks like a hip flexor. Y'all got any word on that? Yeah, it seems like it was a hip injury. Um, official word, not yet. They are pretty slow to release. They, you know, they're not very. Uh... Yeah, they're not very transparent when it comes to injuries. We usually have to see the guy, yeah, or like see the guy in a cast. It's like, yo, why is Hadebe on a scooter in a cast? What happened there? Oh, we don't. We'll find out soon. We're waiting on a scan. We don't look the same without him, dude. Their their original press release for teenage, they just said he was injured. It was said he had a leg injury and he'll be out for like six weeks or whatever they said. And then we see the dude in a in a scooter. We're like, yeah, not six weeks. Yeah, I ran into him and Dorsey at the uh, – what game was that we went and watched? What fucking game was that? I took my uh, – I don't remember. I think we'll see Dorsey play tonight. Tonight? He oh, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't even on the bench. Yeah, your boy's falling off. He's out of the picture, it looks like. Well, he he might have to play on Wednesday. I could see them trotting out Starris. At the right back, but I mean, well, who's going to play left back then? Mikhail, Brad so Smith. Assume, as it, it's going to, it's going to be as tough. Wednesday's going to be tough because we have no Escobar, no Gaspar. So is Franco suspended? It might be, yeah, because he got a yellow card. I love him. I do love him. Oh, dude, he's so good. So good. fucking love Franco Escobar. Yo, and you you bashed him so hard earlier in the season, and like, dude, because I just he, the, he played like shit. He, in that he, first. he did. He had a bad game, but like a lot of our guys did. But dude, I just watch him, like his demeanor. First of all, like 
when the thing that stuck out to me the most about him, do you remember when Hector Herrera had the birthday party and they posted like videos of guys playing guitars and mm-hmm. dancing and singing? If you look in the back is Franco Escobar in jeans and a t-shirt, just drinking his drink by himself and just fucking grooving out. I, I just dude, something about him. Like I absolutely fucking love him. He is hands down my favorite dude, player a, on this he's team. He's a fucking boss. So good. He is so good. He is so I'm like blown away by how good he is. I mean, he had another just like incredible game last night. Yeah. Yeah. Score. Oh my god, that goal was wow. That goal was fucking tits. That goal was good. That goal was that was I wasn't even looking at the TV, so I kind of missed it in real time. I was I was answering a text and then I just hear them the dancers freaking out. He's uh he's worth every bit of that free transfer that we paid for him. He he is damn good. I I was I was really expecting him not to be great because he wasn't that great at LAFC, and he kind of was a little underwhelming offensively in Atlanta at a lot of times. That's why I started playing him as a right center back. I was expecting him to be that kind of player for us, but I am so happy to be proven wrong on that one. Like looking at these guys that we've picked up, guys that have exceeded my expectations. I would say Ache Ache is better than I thought he was going to be. I would say He's right exactly what I thought he was going to be. See, I, I I didn't think he'd be this important. I knew he'd be oh, important, he but, but the way he is now, my God. Um, who else? I guess I mean I mean Bossy. I'm not sure. You know, like how he's really made me feel because he's great some games and then he's invisible for others. You know. Yeah. But Escobar, Even Escobar, Steris, Bartlow. Uh, Franco. Barlow, I'm a little underwhelmed with, but really, see, I thought he's had a good year so far. I was very happy with him early on. He hasn't been great lately, but we've had a bunch of guys like Marana has come in. Mikhail. Uh, who else have we seen? I think Mikhail is a lot better than Bartlow. A lot better. I think Mikhail is dude's a future stud. <laughs> well, that creates a problem. He was actually with, uh... our third most active player on the ball too. Dude, the shit we were doing in the back when they were high pressing us with Clark, just just passing around inside our box, I was so nervous. But we just there's something about this team now, like they're just calm, collected. They know where the ball's going. As nervous as I was, they didn't seem like they were very nervous at all. Working back to the keeper, Mikhail is so good out of the back. That's not that's that's something I thought he even struggled with a bit at dose. I thought he wasn't as calm as I would like on the on the ball, but he comes into MLS and he's completing most of his passes he looks he doesn't look out of place at all p- passing out of the back no so neither does Svechenko Svechenko he's good he, yeah. he's good he's a little slow he was getting a little bit toasted by Bawanga at moments in that game but but you had Mikhail to back him doesn't? up Mikhail and Escobar backed him Bawanga. up yeah, yeah. Bawanga is Bawanga is Bawanga so I mean 30 32 year old uh, Svechenko getting burnt by him a little bit I'm not going to be upset with that, especially being it didn't come to anything. No, and Sviachenko, if you look at what I think he was brought here to do, he was brought here to bring leadership in and create chances from set pieces because he's he's fucking good at it. He's very yeah, good with he's, his head. He's he's a good player. And he hasn't been great yet, he, but he, he will. He's really good. He's going to come around. I like, thought he was great. I thought he was great against Chicago. He wasn't terrific last night, but he's... I wouldn't say he was great in this game, but... Mm-mm. But he is coming good. around. He is coming around. And he's Ukrainian. 
No, he's not. He was born in he was born in Kiev, Ukraine. Yes, he was. He was born in Kiev. Danish. <laughs> but he was also born in Kiev. I don't know how they do it. Like if you're born here, you're you're American, but yes, <laughs> he was true. He yeah, was it's born confusing. in Kiev. He's Danish and Ukrainian. He's ours, is what he is. He's ours, and we're gonna take good care of him. I hope. Yeah. But uh, how how's a how social been lately, man? I haven't haven't really been on it. People been uh, I didn't want to go on after the six to two and four nothing drubbings or three nil and four, six two losses. That must have been fucking horrible. Yeah, it was all sorts of negativity because you know that's just how our fan base is. But we're in. What are we in now? I'm gonna, Sixth. I'm gonna, I think so. Uh, I'm gonna take a little Seven. dig at the fans right here. I think some of you guys need to chill the fuck out. I mean. We lose. We have two bad losses. Everyone flips the fuck out, and then now we have two big wins, and everyone's on a big high. It's like it's pretty. Just normal. ride out the damn season. It's it's pretty normal. It's you know? MLS. Everyone's streaky. What's when we lose two games in a row? Let's chill the fuck out just a bit. It it's could okay. be. It could be worse. Could you imagine just getting pumped by a team like Sporting KC, who at the beginning of the year were absolute dog shit? Could you yeah, imagine getting their just... footing? Get pumped by them four to one. Ooh, that'd be Dude, terrible. That was embarrassing. I mean, they they let Robert Castellanos score on him. He could that could didn't couldn't even make our team when we were in twenty twenty when we were trotting up Boniac Garcia at center back. You you also picked that green team to be one of the top ones in the West. Yeah, they uh, I mean, there's time still, but dude, they are they're terrible. Dallas are fucking good. They're just they're just Dallas. They're under they're they they seem like they're just underwhelming, but they somehow they manage to get results here and there. Yeah. But, a Dallas win would be really good for us tonight. I'm I'm at the point now where I think we're not just not gonna catch Dallas. So whenever they're playing teams around us, I'm rooting for them to win. Well, we have a game in hand, which would put us two points behind them if they lose tonight. I'm gonna still root for them to lose. But I still think No, uh, I'd rather I'd I'd rather I mean, at this point, I'd say Dallas, L.A., Seattle, St. Louis. They're they're going to make the playoffs. We're not competing for them. So anytime they're playing Minnesota, Kansas City, Vancouver, Salt Lake, Austin, Portland, those teams, I'm rooting for them to win. That makes sense. It does. I mean, if Portland get a win tonight, they're only a point behind us. So I can see that happening, you know, because Dallas are going to Portland. But anyway, let's let's get back to Dynamo stuff. What are we? Are we forgetting? Oh, Aliyu. Aliyu, dude, he's good. He's so he's good. good. He's legit. There's a lot of a lot of guys we're saying are good today. Feels nice, doesn't it? Does feel nice. We usually don't say that. How old yeah. is he? 22? 21? He's 21. That motherfucker is fast. He is strong. He's he can use both feet. He's smart. He can hold the ball up. I don't see anything about him I don't like, and he's only gonna get better. Dude, he's got so much potential. I mean, the crazy thing to think about it, he's a whole year younger than Thor. Oh, and he's he's light years beyond him in terms of talent. Way beyond. He is so good. His his runs, I thought he had one run that was really bad. There was one transition play where him and Coco weren't on the same page. I thought Coco actually made the really good decision to play him outside, and he kind of made a run through the middle and it got stopped really easily. But other than that, dude, his runs in behinds are so intelligent. He always knows when the right place to be is. I'm going to say this. Clean up, clean it up on the ball a bit though, but I'm going to say this and this, this is like 
I think this is pretty big. But I think Ibrahim Aliyu has the potential to be the best striker we've ever seen here. Definitely. I and mean, who would you say is the best striker we've ever seen here? <sighs> Chang well, or Minotis? I would say Ching. And then if you take into consideration what he became, the best one that we should have seen here was Wondolowski. Right? But he doesn't count. I would say Ching yeah. and then Minotis. Ching and then Minotis. Um, but it also depends if you want to consider Dwayne De Rosario a striker. I don't know. Should we? If you want to, he's like a second forward. I mean, you didn't, we didn't we play like a we played a four four two, so he was really a striker, but he's kind of that second mm-hmm. forward ten type player. I mean, I think Dwayne De Rosario is the most talented forward we've ever had on this roster. He kind of makes me feel stupid for predicting Sebastian Ferreira would be so good, considering how shit he's been. He sucks. He's not. He's not what we thought he was. But Aliu just there's something about the guy, like the motor, the energy, the the determination. There's just something about him that that leads me to believe. When it, in terms of all around strikers, I think he'll be the best one we've ever had here all around. He definitely could be. I mean, you also you also got to take uh, Elise and Kyoto into that account too, if you want to consider them strikers. I don't. I don't More think going past but they're forwards. Yeah. See, I, I think. Kyoto, Kyoto was good. Elise obviously was stellar. That's going to be a tough one. But if we're looking against nines, would he be? Do I think he'll be better than Elise? I don't think so. How about Elise was special? I, I, I think Elise is really good. I also think I think Elise is a little overrated. I don't see. I, I think if you can get him what he does well, then maximize that. His potential. I think is he a, was a. I think he was definitely a player that when he wasn't. At an advantage athletically, he kind of struggled. True, but I think he's he's actually developed his game a little bit more, and he's grown. <clears throat> Although he's not having a good year wherever he was this year. Where is he in uh, France? Right? He's Portugal. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> France. Everyone everyone wants him to come back. I I'm would go- stay good. clear of him now. I'm good. He's not going to be worth the clear money. Clear of cost. him. No, he, he he. I don't even think he's good enough to be a designated player at this point in MLS. It's, we fall if in love would, with what they did. You know, we fall in love with yeah, what they, what they did and not who they are now. He is, he is one goal in his last like 30 something games. He has not been good. And 16 of those games have been in the second tier of France. Well, he seems like he's become the uh, Honduran Fafa. He's, he's been struggling. I mean, there's reasons he's not starting games out there. He's not, it. he's just not it anymore. No, I would, I don't think we're in a position where we need to bring in a player to revitalize their career. We need someone to come in and help us. Correct. Correct. Speaking of guys that aren't revitalizing their careers and aren't helping us, the two Paraguayans, Sebastian Ferreira and Ivan Franco, um, I firmly believe we need to sell Sebastian and not bring Ivan back because I've, I viewed him as a package deal. Like I know we could never possibly know how much sway Ferreira had in bringing Franco in, but it looks like he had some, but I, I, I'm... I'm over both. Where do you stand with these two? Yeah, they they both kind of stink. Um, Sebas is not even in the picture anymore. When was the last time he played? Not even in the Open Cup, right? No, he didn't play in the Open Cup. He's just on the bench. Which I don't think he's played since the Dallas start. And that was no good. He was not good. He has underwhelmed no, in every performance. Every performance. And Ivan Franco had his one goal which I was kind of pissed when he scored because I was like, great, 
Now everybody's going to say Ivan Franco's the man, which he's not. He's not very good at all. If you look at his stats, and I wasn't pissed, obviously. I wonder when that game. Well, it was like mixed. It was a mixed yeah, bag. Last time like he scored, Seves but... scored or Seves played was Dallas. He got his sixty minutes against Dallas, and then and then bitched when when he got subbed out, and that's the last time we've seen of him. And see, you see, you see what coincides with Sebas's uh, benching is my depression. When Sebastian starts, I go into a rock solid state of depression, and we have to shut the show down for a month. So Ben, don't don't start him anymore. You're it's fucking true. with my mental health. <laughs> fucking leave him out. We just gotta sell him. Yes, and take that he's, money he's and put it back to somebody. He's got. You gotta get very rid of him. soon. It's got to go in the summer window. We're going to take a loss. It's going to be a bad move. But you know what? In hindsight, it wasn't a bad move because last year he scored 13 goals. He performed last year. This year he doesn't fit this system. And you can't – I don't think we can hold it against him for being a round circle and Ben's trying to put him in a square hole. You know. Uh, injuries suck. Hey, where would you put that other DP spot? Holy fuck. A winger. I'd bring in a winger, maybe a, I, maybe a, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of uh, torn right here because winger left back, maybe. I think a winger is definitely something we did need, but at this, but right now, I mean, is developing. Baird's playing well. Yep. Aliyu's been the man at striker, and then Coco on the right has been starting to perform a lot better. So. Yeah. Do we need a winger? I'd still say yeah. I'd I would, say winger I think left I'd back. Still do it. Winger or left back because of these injuries. That's where I'd go with it. It's hard to do a DP spot on a left back though. Not if it's like uh, somebody that's really good. I mean, if it's like if it's like Jordy Alba or something like he's rumored to come to MLS, then sure, do it. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm interested to see what happens with Gasper, even though he hasn't been great. Left-footed players are hard to come by, and we we fucking took in a whole bunch, and now three of the four are hurt. No teenage, no Schmidt, no Gasper. Yeah, Speaking of left back, Hogan was Steres there. He played left back. He was great. Yeah, I just I don't like having a le- a back that only can really play one way. Like Franco Escobar can play both ways. Gasper can kind of play both ways. I guess Smith can play both ways, but we don't really know. I don't I don't view him as a defender. It's just it's shitty what happened with Schmidt because we had all this depth and we were all excited and now all the depth is on the fucking injured list. So you don't be left footed and come to Houston, you'll get hurt. Yep. Mikhail's next. Yeah, who did you have as your man of the match last night? Because they picked uh who'd they pick? Mikhail, right? Wasn't Mikhail the Dynamo man of the match? I actually don't know. I'm pretty sure they Seek Geek Man of the Match was Mikhail. Who did you was have? It wasn't Nelson? No. I would have thought it had been Nelson. Mikhail. I got <sighs> my man I of the match. Twitter. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's probably... It's, I think I'd probably go with Nelson or Escobar just because I like to give him that and not just give Herrera the man of the match every single game. Yeah. But really, our best performer was Herrera. Yeah. I would say... uh for the same reasons, because you can give it to Ache Ache basically every game. I would give mine to Franco mm-hmm. Escobar and then probably Nelson. Yeah. So I mean, here's, a, here's a good stat for Herrera last night. 
He had 10 shot creating actions. 10. Dude, it's he's worth he was worth every penny. In one game. Worth every penny. Every single penny. That is that is like unbelievably good. Yeah, I think we, he is he is he leading MLS in shot creating actions per 90? He might I, be. I don't know, Joey. That's your job. Nope, he is second. Second to who? He is second behind Julian second. Gressel. Gressel. Why do I know that name? We played him. Vancouver? Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. He scored he killed us for Vancouver. Yep. Yo, so are we like are we now like Brendan Burke in and and uh, Olsen out? Is everybody gonna be Burke in? Hashtag Burke <laughs> in. Are we doing it? People are gonna be saying it too. I I really like Brendan Burke. I wasn't worried at all when I noticed he was gonna be uh coaching because I've seen Brendan Burke coach in uh Colorado and he was really good. Oh yeah. I was surprised I was I was actually really happy when we got him in as a assistant because I mean he wasn't he was an excellent head coach in in Colorado for a younger guy too. So yeah. I think that's I think that's as good as you're gonna get for an assistant coach in MLS. So here's a uh, fun fact since we're talking about assistant coaches. Um BJ Callahan. BJ Callahan. You ready for this? Yeah. He was born in Ventnor City, New Jersey. The new uh, the guy leading the men's team. Guys that I grew up with have fucking played with him, like in high school and in college, because he's That's he sweet. grew up right next door. Holy Spirit was one of he went to Holy Spirit High School. They were one of our biggest uh, biggest rivals when we played against them. But uh, yeah, man, yeah. So a couple guys I grew up with, uh, Callahan was their keeper. When they played back in the day, like on club and everything, so small fucking world. That's sweet. Pretty excited. I'm excited for that for this for these national team games. Happy I'm, with the rosters. I'm excited. Christian Pulisic back and Greg Berhalter. Love to see it. And Tim Weah. Yeah, love. Oh, to see I it. love that. I love that whole thing. So, I think it's so damn funny that they didn't even ask Tim Weah that question. It was not about Berhalter at all. Nothing to do with Burhalter and Webb brings him up on his own. And everyone's like coming at that reporter, like, why did you have to ask him questions about Burhalter? Of course he's gonna. He's like, uh, I didn't ask him shit about Burhalter. He just brought it up on his own will. And yeah, they, they like, him. like accusing him of uh pushing his his Burhalter agenda. It's like how about you just support the damn players? They want the players want to want this coach back, just support them what they want. I mean I don't I'm not the biggest Greg fan either, but if the team wants Greg and he gets and he gets a certain motivation out of this group, then by all means bring bring Greg back. Yeah, I don't I don't get this this hatred of Burhalter, especially considering when you look at what he's done. And statistically speaking, he is he's one of the best men's coaches we've ever had. And the players like him. You don't like him because he didn't play Reyna, he had a good fucking reason. But it, it I absolutely loved watching Twitter just blow up over Pelusic backing Berhalter. It's like, you guys don't know. You're not there. You're not at practices. You're not in the locker room. You don't know the relationship. Slow the fuck down and listen to the people that are in the building. Listen to the people that have firsthand knowledge of the man and of what he does. I'm also very much over Gio Reyna. I think he's a bitch. And I think his dad's a total twat. I'm not over him. I am. Let him. I think his dad's a twat. Doesn't he got dual citizenship? Can he go play for a different country? No, not anymore. Well, we need to look into it. We can get him dual citizenship. We can get him signed up somewhere. 
like uh, Puerto well, he, Rico. He has or, dual citizenship. He can't. He can't change though. Doesn't matter. He's already anyway. playing the World Cup for the United States. We got that that Florian guy coming. Solve all our problems up top. Florian Bala Bala. Oh, I hope so. I mean, I'm I'm still I'm still penciling in Reina as a starter for the national team. He's still one of our most talented players. I think he's got to definitely earn it. I think he's got a long fucking road to climb because of his. I'm, I'm, I'm ex- I want to see him in midfield. I want to I want to see a midfield three of uh Adams Adams McKenney and uh Reina. Fat McKenney, fucking Leeds Leeds blame him for their downfall. They hate him. You see this? Yeah. He's fat. Well, he, Leeds United's a joke of a club anyway. Let's be honest. McKinney does look like he eats well, but he's still a good player. And Tyler Adams is a fucking yeah. beast. I like Tyler Adams. Love him. Wait, if Tyler Adams didn't get hurt, they were uh they were they weren't gonna get relegated, I don't think. I think they, I think Everton would have went down. Well, they ran into the mighty, mighty Tottenham Hotspur. And Tottenham dismantled them four to one. I'm, d- speaking of Tottenham. True. Like uh, I'm actually kind of excited about this new coach. Oh, he's a good, that's a good hire. It's a very I, good hire. I'm I'm done with the the Contes and the Mourinho's. Uh, I was a little upset they didn't go after Pochettino, but you know the same thing. You don't want to run back a relationship that failed in the end. Even though I do it all the time, I do it all the time. Uh, I'm, I'm real he excited. Play, he plays some exciting soccer, and he fucking wins everywhere. He's won everywhere. He even took uh, what did he do? He won the the Asian Cup with uh, the the Pacific Asian whatever cup with uh, Australia. Yeah, and he won shit with Australia. It's like the guy's a winner, and he looks like he could beat somebody's ass. He just he looks like he's he yeah, coaching. He's, he seems like a really good coach. Yeah. So anyway, this Wednesday we got LAFC on the road. We travel. What is your prediction, Mister Statistics? Uh, I think we get slapped because we don't have a complete back line. What's your What's your thoughts? Not, you think they're going to turn it I around? I think we rotate a bit too. What's your number? What you got coming at me? Definitely let's, good. I don't think. Let's go. Let's go three one. Three one. Three one. LAFC. I think we. I think we do some rotation. Then we take uh Saturday off, and then we go into the San Jose game on the week on the Wednesday, and then we go and slap them. I'm gonna say, oh, fuck. my heart, my heart. Okay, as a Dynamo fan, I'm gonna say two-two draw. But as a, a realist, I'm gonna say two-nothing loss in LAFC. Yeah. And I, I think we run most of our starters back out because we don't have a game Saturday. I think we push, and he uses all five yeah. subs. It definitely could happen. I just, I just feel like getting Herrera a whole week, a whole uh, week and a half off would be so good for him. So it would be for him, or you take him off the bench, but gonna have to use the sub smartly. And I think yeah. we can go up there and we can steal a point. It's just a matter of good rotation, good solid game plan. And we already know how we can beat them. And I don't see any way other than having Nelson and Lee run at them like they did last night because it's obvious that Holling said can't keep up with Nelson and nobody on that back line can keep up with Lee. He'll toast Chiellini. Fuck it. I might be able to run faster than Chiellini. I probably can't. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if they are. If they put Hollingshead on the bench. Yeah, they got to put somebody else back there to try to negate Nelson because he just fucking ate Hollingshead's lunch. Mm-hmm. I think they put, oh, what's his name? I can't remember the guy's name. The new guy they signed last, this uh, offseason. Shit, I don't know. You know me. Fuck is his name. The guy, he played in the, he played in the CCL final. Yo, did they spend $7 million on their right winger? Puik? 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 
They spent the shit ton on him, yeah. Seven million on a U-22 guy? Where the fuck are they getting this money from? Will Ferrell hasn't done a movie in a while. Where's this LA? <laughs> where's the money coming it's from? It's LA team. It's a uh, guy I'm thinking of is Palencia, Sergi Palencia. They'll probably Palencia. play him and right back. You're gonna have to put somebody back there because Nelson Quinones ate your lunch and he took your girlfriend, Holling said. And your sister. But Joe, you got anything else? We don't have listener questions. I didn't post. This was all pretty uh pretty sporadic. Yeah, I think we covered everything, right? I think so. But uh it's kind of good to be back. I'm sweating right now. Wearing long sleeves and drinking hot coffee. But that's oh, on you. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go do shit with my kid here in a minute. He's been running around. I don't know if y'all heard him. He's running around yelling things, hanging out. I think I'm gonna go see Transformers tonight. Dude, we uh they have a new movie theater opened up here in the town we live in, and they have it. But he keeps he keeps telling me he wants to go see the boogeyman. He goes, I said, What movie you want to watch? He goes, Evil movie. It's like we're not we're not going to watch the evil movie, dude. We're not going to watch we're not going to watch Boogeyman. It'll scare him. Take him to take him to Spider Verse. See, he's not. I showed him that one too. He keeps saying evil movie. I don't want to show him an evil movie. He's got Transformers, Spider Man, Spider- Little Mermaid. Spider Verse was fucking good. All right, it's Little fine. Mermaid. I I don't know if I care too much to see that, dude. I won't. I can't look at it the same. Um, so I guess when was this? Back in May. I helped produce a comedy show for Luis Gomez. Have you heard of this guy? No. Okay, so or Luis, Luis Gomez. He's been on Joe Rogan's show. He has one of the biggest podcasts in the country called Legion of Skanks. And Luis is extremely fucking non-politically correct, like really non-PC. And he did this joke about the Little Mermaid and uh, cultural appropriation. And all I'm going to... I don't want to say the joke because it's not mine, but it's fucking hilarious. So if you get a chance, go look up Louis J. Gomez, L-O-U-I-S, Gomez, Little Mermaid joke, and it, it'll it have you fucking rolling. I I, there's, I can't watch it. I cannot watch this show without just the uh, the scenes that he described in his set, his set playing out in the movie. It'll, it's too much. I'll tell you about it when we get offline because it's not appropriate. And I don't feel like losing listeners. Okay. It is Pride Month after all. I don't, people, <laughs> I don't want to piss people off again. Mm. But that's it, man, right? We're good? Yeah, I think we got everything. Right on, brother. Well, I'll uh, ease back into this. Easing back into it. We'll do a 15-minute one Wednesday after the match. And then uh, you and I will start doing our weekly ones again. Got to keep a schedule, you know? Yep. Let's uh, do it. All right. Well. Love you, man. It's good to hear from you. Have lots of time this weekend. Hello, yeah, Timmy. Hope you're doing and, better. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting there. And uh, as always, go Dynamo. He's got Ferreira at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get a second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of J.T. Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. Big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at 
FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's Familiar with Failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool-ass people.